Yeah, or the Spurs or the Grizzlies tonight. Bucks up 68-52 on San Antonio. Two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter there. Pelicans up big on Memphis, too. 60-47. to They just entered the third quarter. John Morant, Jay Morant, right, Ryan? Jay Morant. Jay Morant. I've been following this kid. <laughs> Seven points on three of nine shooting. He's 0 of three from three. Uh, got four assists, though. So there's that and a couple of rebounds. Yeah, we need him to go under 24 and a half. We need Desmond Bain to get his stuff together. We need, we need 10 more points from Jaron Jackson would be really we cool. We need two more threes, which is just gross. Yeah, I know. I know. He's, he's, he's only one for four, I believe, from three. Struggling a little bit from the floor tonight, Bain is. And then... Um, the Bane of our betting existence. I see what you did there. Luckily, though, our main man, Zach Collins, tonight, doing God's work. He's already got uh, 19 points, rebounds, and That's assists combined. Ridiculous. We only needed three more, and we got a whole half, so we feel okay. Although, geez. Uh, Spurs cut into that lead a little bit, down to 16. And then we got the first ever seven days of parlays over at Oh, yeah, MGM. how's it going? And so... Um, hockey Horvat. I took, I took day two, my 14 money line hockey parlay. So, so far... We got the Bruins money line. They're up 2-1 on Minnesota in the third period. We're looking okay. We got the Hurricanes money line. They are currently up 4-1 to right now on Vegas heading into the third period. We got the Senators money line. That doesn't come until later. And then we like the Blackhawks and the over. Um, well, the over is looking really good. It's 2-2 two two already in the first period with seven minutes to go. And the Hawks just tied it with Colorado. So we're still alive for the uh, plus 1,600. You know, Scott, originally what Ryan wanted to do was take a bunch of names he couldn't pronounce and try to do them. What are the chances we can make that a game on here instead of who we play for, how you pronounce it, and see if Ryan can do it? And we can jump in on it, too, because hockey names can be hard sometimes. Very. See what we can do for you. I think that might be a, that might be a good uh, good little segment here. How he, You know what? How he say it. That's what we're going to call yeah. it. How, how he, he say, say it. it. How he say it. There you go. Look at I that. might be out on hoops and football. I might be all in on hockey. Oh, now. be careful. Betting hockey is one of the most What's difficult going to things to is, do. I'm going to lose last night's that I gave to the people, um, you know, for the seven days of parlay. Of course. Oh, of course, only at BetMGM. Sign up today. Promo code. No, I don't have anything for you guys. But uh, <laughs> and, and I'll lose last night off four receiving yards from Noah Fan. That was brutal. That's how the that's how that was. Now hit this hockey one. with his yeah. Hi, listen. He had a bad drop. On that uh, final drive. Yeah. yeah. But hockey is still one of the more difficult sports to bet on, if if we're being honest with ourselves here. So I, you're brave to even go in and do it. You were very excited, though. You were very excited. So I can't even get for, mad that you wanted to. For the people, to... man. For, <laughs> the, for people. the people. For the people. <laughs> for the kids. Kids got kids to gotta celebrate Christmas. Or we love the kids. It is. It's always for the kids. Yeah. Well, you got to be 21, though, to bet. So remember that. Don't yeah. forget that. There you go. All right. Uh, we bring on Kai McEwen, three-man weave. Uh, you know, we're watching right now. Yeah, Marquette and Providence since 21-19. Providence over Mark. Did you? Oh, by the way, Ryan, did you bet Marquette? No, I stayed away from Marquette. Oh. <laughs> Nothing for you. Nothing for you. All right, so we watched UConn beat uh, Gonzaga on Friday. Did that tell you anything different about either one of those teams when that game was all said and done? Uh, yeah, I told myself not to fade UConn going into the game, and I <laughs> faded UConn. Uh, they, they tempted me. They made the spread too high, I thought. Uh, UConn's incredible. They they reestablished what I already thought pregame. Uh one of the most complete teams in the country. Klingon played like an All-American, which many expect him to be in the preseason. And Tristan Newton, he might be the best guard in the country, period. Uh, it, it's an impressive team, and they're pretty much unstoppable at this point. 
I'm not a hater, like a Purdue hater, but I just it's hard for oh, me yeah, to trust yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Matt Painter, especially when we get to March. But, yeah. man, I mean, obviously uh, playing some good basketball right now. They beat Arizona 92-84 yeah. on Saturday on Peacock, which we got to end that. But uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on them? You know, what's their weakness, if, if there is a weakness? I mean, obviously you have Zach Eady, and he's pretty tough to defend. But what weaknesses do they have, like, if they don't make a run this year in March? Yeah, I mean, they don't have any if their guards play as well as they did against Arizona, right? That was supposed to be the weakness. It was young guards who maybe get flustered against pressure, uh, Braden Smith, Foster Lawyer, and then they go out and they have 20-plus points against what I thought was the best team in the country along with Purdue and UConn in Arizona. If they shoot like that, if they handle the ball like that, and they still have the most dominant player in college basketball in Zach Eady, they really have no weakness. I, I fully expect them to make a run this season. I, I did pick them to win the, the national title this year, uh, preseason pull of Virginia uh, from 2018, 2019. Uh, yeah, I, I really like this team. Yeah, I was. I mean, I really thought that uh, Arizona was going to take care of business on Saturday. So that one sucked. Luckily, though, Me Michigan too. State, <laughs> I mean, even though like on paper it didn't make sense, right? I mean, they beat uh, Baylor. Tyson Walker was really good. He had 18 mm-hmm. of his 25 points in the second half in that game, I believe. What are your thoughts on Michigan State right now? Obviously got off to a slow start. You know, we see this like every other year, and then Izzo gets hot later on in the year. But what do you think about them? Yeah, I, I think shooting regression finally came to fruition. Uh, they've been shooting the ball horribly this year from three, and and while they're not a great shooting team, they're definitely better than what they showed early on. And you know, once shots start falling, it's it's magical. All of a sudden, you start playing good in other areas of the game. And this this team is still very good. Are they top five like they were named in the preseason? Probably not. Uh, Izzo for some reason refuses to play his five star center uh, Xavier Booker, which he. He's done in the past with other very good big men, but they still have Tyson Walker. He's fantastic. You know, AJ Hogard is a fifth-year guard uh, who, who's definitely experienced and poised. Uh, this team can definitely go far in March with Izzo, and I think they're going to start hitting their stride now after that Baylor and Oakland game. Feels like every other year we get sort of a flip-flop for Alabama. Uh, they were a very good mm-hmm. defensive team last year with Brandon Miller, and now. <laughs> It looks like they are 104th in the country right now and have the best offense in the country. They play Arizona, who I love, tomorrow night. Like, What do you think Alabama's upside really is? Because they're top 10, but I'm still a little suspicious. It feels a little more like two years ago than it did one year ago. Yeah, I agree. Their their defense is holding them back. They can outscore anybody in the country, right? But the problem is they can't stop anybody. I think the four power teams they've played – Every single one of them has scored over 1.2 points per possession, which is extremely high. That's basically what Alabama is averaging right now as the number one offense in the country. Uh, I agree with you. I like Arizona. It's going to be a track meet. It's going to be 80-ish possessions and uh, up and down, fun game to watch. But they kind of remind me of, I can see sort of a Miami situation from this past year, uh, right? Miami makes the big run to the Elite Eight, uh, Final Four. And, and, and they did it without a dominant defense and a lot of naysayers in the regular season. All of a sudden, their offense takes over. Alabama definitely has that upside. Right now, you kind of doubt the defense, but I can see them turning it on. Uh, USC struggled a bit, Kai. They were picked to go se- yeah. uh, to finish second in the Pac-12 now. They are 6-5. and five. They were sitting at 5-5 five and five before that last win. Like what, What's going wrong with USC right now? I mean, Andy Enfield's not a great coach. I I've, I've thought this for, for <laughs> I was years. Hoping, I was curious to see if you'd go right at that, and that's exactly what you yeah. did. <laughs> if you if you look at Kim Palm, he's in what we call the infield zone, right? It's between 
40 and about 65. And he finishes there every single season unless he has Evan Mobley. And that's where he is this season right now. Uh, he gets talent. He underperforms the talent. He'll have a great record. He'll win 20 games. He'll he'll probably finish top three, top four in the Pac-12 as usual, but then he'll get a, a seven seed, an eight seed, a nine seed, and bow out early in the tournament. Uh, that's just kind of what USC is at this point, despite how much talent they bring in. It, uh, when do we get to that point with Dana Altman? Because I'm an Oregon alum, yeah, and it feels like – there's a lot of five-star recruits coming in, and then like a revolving door, within a term or two, yeah. they go right out, like Cleo Weir go going to Indiana. Where are you at with Oregon? Are you ready, sir? Start your engines. Let's go. Astros money line versus the Marlins. Johnny Cueto, no thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How does this affect me personally? Which is absolute semi-home environment. Get the fans there. But I love Oklahoma this season, man. They are an awesome team this year. Their defense is ridiculous. And it's Porter Moser against Hubert Davis. I, I think that's an enormous mismatch. Oklahoma's transition defense every single year under Moser, extremely good. That's important when you're facing UNC. Um, they're tough. They're physical. They rebound the ball. I think they can stop North Carolina, and I've been impressed with their offense, too. They're scoring at the rim really easily this year. I like OU here getting a couple points. Just a ricochet shot on Hubert Davis, like a real slide. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's, who's the coach you have less confidence in, Hubert Davis or Andy Enfield? <laughs> oh, Davis. Davis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Didn't even hesitate For now. at that point. For, yeah. now. For now. Yeah, yeah. Last year was bad. <laughs> hey, what about the Kansas Jayhawks? Is, is this a team that we – I mean, look, it, it, it's a blue blood program. understand, like, Kevin McCullough now really – I mean, how important is he to this team? Because I feel like now that he's taken this next step, he's pretty much doubled his scoring from really, I guess, his entire career yeah. in college. It just feels like they've almost added an extra element now just by the fact that he's as improved as he's been, as long as he obviously keeps pace and continues to score and play the way that he has. Yeah, he's vital. He, he's so important to this team. Uh, they have four guys. They have four really, really, really good players. You could argue if the game was four-on-four four and there's no subs, they would be the number one team in the country this season. Unfortunately, their bench is just not good at this point. And I think Bill Self even said himself, uh, he does not trust having less than three starters on the floor at one time right now. Uh, and that's that's a huge indictment on your team. That The transfers they brought in, Timberlake, Brown, not exactly – Big 12 caliber players, at least Kansas caliber players. Uh, and the freshmen so far haven't quite lived up to the billing. But, man, those top four guys, McCuller, Dickinson, Adams, and, and Harris, you can't get much better in the country. And Bill Self, you know, top one, two, three coach in the, in the, in the country as well. 
We bang on Big Ten basketball a lot, but uh, and like for good reason. But Nebraska, mm-hmm. one of the big surprise teams this year. They're nine and two. Yeah. Uh, they come off a week where they beat both Michigan State, who just handled Oakland last night, who's been tough also against the spread, and Kansas State easily. Like, what is this Nebraska team to you? What's their upside? Yeah, I, I've just been impressed by the way Hoiberg has kind of turned around his style at Nebraska the last couple seasons. The first three years, he kind of tried to run it like Iowa State, you know, before he went to the NBA and was a horrible coach there with the Bulls. Uh, but but he slowed down the tempo. He's become more of a gritty, defensive-minded coach, uh, right, instead of transition up and down, you know, defense optional type of uh, style. He's built the roster really well to complement that. I mean, his big guys, they're not really – well-known across the country. Rink Mast was a, was a Bradley, you know, Josiah Alec is from UMKC, but they're really good players. They're tough. They, they rebound the ball really well and, and they have great shooters in their team as well. So they, it's a well-built team. The style really works for them. And, you know, it seems weird to say, but they, they're a tournament team at, at this point. And I, and I'm rooting for them. I, I like seeing uh, the, the little guys in the tournament every now, every now and then. Yeah, for me, one of the more disappointing teams in the SEC has been Arkansas. Right now, I mean, yeah. you're getting some good yeah. prices on them, but you look at Lenardi, I don't even think they're the first four out right now. Do you think they could turn it around for Musselman? I mean, they've been to three straight, I believe, Sweet 16s, but hasn't been a good start to yeah. the year, obviously. I think they'll turn it around. Um, you know, I mentioned fit with Nebraska. I think Arkansas is the exact opposite. Uh, what they did in the portal was head-scratching to me. You brought in, you know, guys that I, I, I think are good individual players, Khalif Battle, Tremaine, uh, Tremaine Mark, L. Ellis together. I didn't see that working very well, especially with Devontae Davis, which, again, good player, kind of a hothead on the court. Um, it, it's a lot to figure out. But you mentioned Musselman. He is a great coach. He is certainly used to bringing together a bunch of transfers. He does it every single season, you know, dating back to Nevada. Uh, I, I do think he's going to get it figured out. They do have that win over Duke, and, and they beat Stanford. So the resume is not horrible right now. Um, but, yeah, they're not the type of Arkansas team I was expecting to see out of the gate, for sure. Kai McEwen, three-man weave. Great to talk to you again, yes, man. Uh... Hey, thanks, guys. Man, did you guys just see real the score of this Pelicans-Grizzlies game? Cut, they cut it down. They cut it to seven. The Grizzlies cut this damn thing to seven. Also, well, you know, it's Desmond the NBA. Bain, two threes. We just need, we need one more. more. We need more. Just one more is all we need. Come on, Desmond. Jaws got 50-ish. Wait, Jaws got what? He's got 15, not 50. That's what you probably thought I said. No, no, 15 is yeah. a little bit yeah. too much for me to be quite honest. <laughs> I was like, yeah. was that a surprise? 15? That's go not that many points. Go away, Ja. And also, speaking of go away, Florida, Michigan, overtime. Piss <laughs> off. We got the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl, and I, for one, man, need to see the Frank Harris less UTSA the squad. names, The Take names of Marshall. bowl games still to this day will always just make me laugh. We are Marshall, baby. Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. Yeah. I mean, nothing's better than the San Diego Credit, San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl or whatever. I mean, what about the Pop Tarts Bowl? Yeah, My Fighting Irish, baby. No Sam Hartman. Don't they no have an problem. edible mascot? Do they? I think they do. Isn't there like an actual edible like you Pop Tart edible? I think, well, that different kind of edible. Oh, not not that kind. Oh, not the one that this. Uh, never mind. I'm that's just gonna a, leave it on. Pet on the night.